I'm Erin Summers, and this is Publishers Lunch Deluxe for Wednesday, April 19th. Today in Deal News, we have Karen Howe's Empire of AI, the story of the tech community's massive pivot toward AI and its implications, tracking OpenAI and its competitors as they have absorbed resources that dwarf even previous tech sea changes like search and social media, and are in a real sense creating new global empires with profound and disturbing echoes of older regimes of colonialism, drawing on the author's privileged access to her deep and broad understanding of the field to Penguin Press in a preempt. In today's top story, listening for growth at LBF. The second day of a book fair always feels a little more familiar and easy to navigate. You think you know how to navigate the construction to avoid the most active cranes and trucks, and it turns out you can use most any entrance now and no one cares. You figure out how to avoid the 40-person line to get scanned for the sprawling right center by cutting into the cafe on the left and swinging around. Lunch is still nothing but a selection of sad sandwiches, though you found a slightly quieter bit of floor space in which to inhale it. The programming and program news releases is considerably quieter, though one morning session drawing a lot of interest was a panel on publishing's continuing growth spot, quote, global audio publishing opportunities. It featured HarperCollins' Chief Digital Officer Chantal Restivo-Alessi, Executive Director of the Audio Publishers Association, Michelle Cobb, and most interestingly, Spotify VP and Global Head of Business Affairs, David Kafer. Across from the stage area, Spotify had a sizable, colorful, though often quiet booth. The panelists agreed that audio publishing continues to have multiple avenues for growth, from continuing to increase title output, sometimes aided by economical synthetic readings in translation, multicast productions, original audios, an expanding children's market, and more, including potentially discovery innovations driven by everything from algorithms to pricing and format technology innovations, similar to what has happened with podcasts. Another potential avenue is new entrants, including Spotify, but of, of course, but also, <coughs> though not mentioned by panelists, streamers like Storytel as they expand into the U.S. and English market, which will also bring what Kafer politely referred to as, quote, access model experimentation, clearly suggesting that while Spotify has started with single title sales for audio, that subscriptions and other options are on the roadmap and coming soon. AI was yet again a question of interest, particularly since synthetic narration, text-to-speech, has been a successful application of AI for some time and is increasingly being adopted by book publishers as a way of bringing to market audiobooks that would not be affordable through traditional production. Restivo Alessi noted, quote, For me, it's about engaging, respecting the wishes of the creator, but also the, enga- but also the engaging with the technology to present authors with opportunities to reach more readers and earn more revenue. Plus, quote, frankly, self-published authors are doing it today, and there's no reason traditional publishers should not engage in the same way to fully exploit their rights. Kafer addressed the wrestling with AI in a place where tech companies and creatives intersect in a measured way that tried to balance the picture and encourage publishers to engage, acknowledging that, <coughs> quote, we were very fearful We were very fearful of things we don't understand. He said, I will tell you this, AI is for real, and it's an inevitability. Like every other technology that has come along over time, there will be rules, right? Some of them will be imposed by governments, some of them imposed by businesses and industries, and that will take time to catch up. 
if the technology is real and the technology is compelling. So if you're not looking at its impact, then you're not paying attention to your business, right? Pure and simple. He went on to say, quote, so what responsibility do we have as an industry to make sure that everybody in this world can enjoy the content that is most important to educating and entertaining? From that perspective, AI can be a positive force to unlock native language expressions. At the same time, whatever we do, we're going to have to respect two really important things. Intellectual property, IP is IP. If you own something and somebody's using your data to train a model, that's an important thing to figure out. We need rules for the road for that. We also, quite frankly, need a sustainable creator economy. If there are no creators building the next creative new books, creative new podcasts, creative new music, where are we as a culture? So we also owe it to ourselves to make sure that there's a sustainable environment for creators of all types, and certainly authors are foremost. All of this is to say, the people who love it, the people who hate it, talk to each other. That's the way we're going to figure it out. Citing how communities came together to solve internet era issues like email spam and two-factor security, he added, quote, AI is going to be the same thing and have a profound impact on this industry, and we all just need to be talking and keeping a little bit of an open mind as we're working on it, end quote. In other news, French publishing professional freed after London arrest. Foreign rights manager at Edition La Fabrique, Ernest Moray, who was arrested ahead of London Book Fair for his role in protesting the raised pension age in France, was released after about 24 hours of detainment. Verso editor Sebastian Budgen told PL that Moray's phone and work computer remain confiscated with no guarantee when he will get them back and that he must return to London in mid-May at the request of England's anti-terrorism unit. Budgen said Moray's lawyer expects that date to be pushed back and potentially, quote, abandoned as there's no real case. Moray was released on police bail, meaning no money is required for his release, but he must appear. According to a statement from Verso and Edition La Fabrique, the charges remain unknown. Budgen said that during his arrest, police asked Moray, quote, really inappropriate, weird questions, end quote, about his political opinions, including his opinions on the French government, Emmanuel Macron, pension reform, as well as which of his authors are, quote, anti-government. Quote, it seems to us now pretty clear that this is a case of collusion between the French and the British, Budgen said. The French must have asked the British as a favor to take it into questioning because of the 2000 Terrorism Act. Britain has greater powers to confiscate and access electronic devices. The publisher's statement continues, quote, This case sets a precedent for anyone who does intellectual work and whose output may be deemed inconvenient by those in power. If any telephone and computer containing confidential manuscripts, journalistic or social, sociological sources can be stolen, fully analyzed and decrypted by a foreign police force with draconian prerogatives due to its exceptional legislation, the freedom of the press, academia, expression, and the rights to the protection of personal data are very seriously threatened. La Fabrique and Verso Books demand that no further action be taken against its foreign rights manager and that his phone and computer be immediately returned. Moray was released before the planned protests in London and Paris, which were canceled. <coughs> in People News, Harmony and Rodale expand leadership team. Zorro becomes president. Harmony Books and Rodale Books have announced multiple promotions to expand their leadership team, with Teresa Zorro promoted to president. 
Penguin Random House Publishing Group President Sanyu Dillon writes in a release, Teresa is an innovative publishing strategist, and her extensive publicity, marketing, and consumer engagement expertise complements the existing team as we focus on category expansion. Her exceptional leadership, a lifelong passion for health and wellness, and a keen understanding of consumer behavior and community development will provide a fresh perspective, enabling us to reach more readers as we solidify Harmony Books and Rodale Books as the leaders in narrative and prescriptive nonfiction. Additionally, Diana Baroni has been promoted to SVP, Editor-in-Chief and Publisher. Gail Gonzalez has been promoted to VP, Deputy Publisher. Both will now report to Zorro. Susan Corcoran, SVP, Director of Publicity, and Lee Marchant, SVP, Director of Marketing, will newly report to Dylan. In People News, Random House Children's Books, Joey Ho has been promoted to Publicist. And today on our jobs board, we have one new job for you to check out online. And that's the news for today.